Hello everyone, it's Saturday, February 10th. Happy Valentine's Day! It's our Valentine's Day episode. A little premature, but still it's Valentine's Day! Woohoo! For love! Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I am Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Ferrero Rocher, despite the fact that we will be eating them for the entire episode. Now, you know what? I shouldn't say we. You definitely will. Uh, I don't know if I like Ferrero Rocher's. I have, a, I have a question for you. Yes. Why Ferrero Rocher? I already told you. We've eaten so many snacks. And when I went through the list. <laughs> You're trying to be unique for I, each episode. I straight up bought. And this is, does this I'm say not, romance? I'm, I'm going to tell, to tell you the whole truth. I, I, I bought peanut M&M's. And then realized we'd eaten peanut M&M's before. And I was like, son of a bitch. So what is a Ferrero Rocher again? So you have, on the outer layer, you have milk chocolate with nuts. Once you break through there, you What's have the like nuts? a... You, What's the nuts? It's, I think it's just like hazelnut or peanut or something. It's all like diced. Yeah, I see that. Um, but I, like what then, kind of nut? I don't know. It's just delicious. Put it in your face hole. And then under the chocolate, you have like a wafer. And when you crack into that, you have uh, like a... Oh, not a ganache, but like a softer chocolate and a oh, nut. Oh, I see. And a nut. So. It's freaking good. I, this you is romance you wanna, to you? Do you want to Is it just because it's chocolate? Because chocolate says romance to me. Chelsea, we've eaten too many things. We're not going to sit here and have like carrots and celery like a two horses. Yeah, this is not for me. These are yours. Enjoy mine. Okay. Yeah. Sorry it's for that. It's not for you? That's fine. So Chelsea stopped eating now and we haven't even really done our introduction. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, now is a perfect time to tell you, though, that we do spoil things during our podcasts. So, leave now or forever prepare for pop culture spoilers. Um, we're not doing our regular pop culture artifact fan theory twist the sister. We're doing a little something different. We're talking about the greatest love stories on film. Yes, that is the, our. We decided to call it the greatest love stories of all time. Happy Valentine's Day. For we will, we will retain one thing. Um, I will do. We're, you're doing we're, your fan theory. I will. I do have a fan theory. And our sure. artifact is kind of like an umbrella because we are talking about the works of Nicholas Sparks aka Cupid. Wait, hold on a tick. I came up with my five favorite romances on I screen. have mine as well. Are you when, just is yours just Nicholas Sparks is all no, five women? No, my five fave romances are completely separate. Like I'm talking about oh, TV, talk film, about, book, whatever you want. You just want to talk about all oh, Nikki, he's so fine, he's so fine, he blows my mind. He's hey, number Nikki. 2 on my list, hey, thank Nikki. you. Hey Nikki. So, Nick, so we're just talking Nicholas Sparks just because he's like, Oh, I just no. realized you're talking about a different Nikki. <laughs> Who do you think? Oh my god. I just realized you're talking Nicholas about Nicholas Sparks. Things. Yeah. Well, so, when, when you right. said Nikki, I'm talking about someone in my top five romances with the name Nick. Okay. So I had to adjust. So I have a question for you because you asked me a question just before we started. How many Nicholas Sparks movies have I actually seen? Because I wanted to know if I had beat you. There's 11 that, of them. It was really oh, selfish. Oh, it's a competition. It was really selfish of me. So there's 11 <laughs> movies in total. Yes. Uh, Message in a Bottle, A Walk to Remember, The Notebook, Nights Me in Rodent. Message in a Bottle, Nights in Rodent, uh, and... Oh, what's the other one? There's one other one I haven't seen. Do you want to just talk about the ones I have seen to make this a little easier? Daisy, I'm just listing all of them okay. for the benefit of the listener. Okay, do you want me to just say have it, have, not have how it? How about you just say nothing for a okay. second? <laughs> Message in a Bottle, A Walk to Remember, The Notebook, Nights in Rodent, Dear John... The Last Song, The Lucky One, Safe Haven, The Best of Me, The Longest Ride, and The Choice. The Longest Ride, that's the other one. It's with Britt Robertson in it. I don't think I've actually seen that, but at the same time, I think I have. Well, you love, so, you love, um, 
Eastwood? Yeah, you like Scott Eastwood. You, you think do. he's cute. And I like, I like, I, I don't, don't know why you think he's cute. I don't cute. think he's cute. Mom thinks he's cute too. What is wrong with you people? I don't think, I don't think he's cute. Well, you were like, oh, well, you know, I'd get on a horse for him. I don't think I ever said that. I think you're confusing me and, and mom. Like, I really Oh, mom do. would do a lot more than get on a horse for him. Okay, so... I, I also had a question for you. I have two movies that I've seen halfway through. That doesn't count as one. I've already been clear. Can I combine two halves and make a whole? No. The ones that you've seen half of, I will be a little careful with what I say. Oh, I, yeah, you have to. Because well, if you ruin the best of okay, me for me, I I don't so understand upset. how you haven't seen all of the best of me. I don't understand it. I've watched half, and then oh I fell asleep. God. Oh, my God. Oh my god. I had to sleep because I notes, work. In my notes. That's why. I put the spoiler. I underlined it. And at the end of my spoiler, I put, oh my god, in caps. Okay. Well, you're going to Because it was to, insane to me. You're going to have to edit yourself because we are not I'm going to have to work really that. hard. So. Okay. How many did you get out of the 11? Eight. I have six. So. Is that with your two halves making a whole? No. No. They're not included. I have okay. Message in a Bottle, A Walk to Remember. You've seen Message in a Bottle? Yeah. I need to see that. Yeah. I'm old. Message in a Bottle, A Walk to Remember, The Notebook, Dear John, I've seen, um, Safe Haven, I've seen, yeah. and and The Choice. That That's my six. So The Lucky One and... I haven't seen The Lucky One, which is with, um, what's his name? Zac Efron. Zac Efron, yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, the Best of Me, I've seen half. The Last Song with Miley Cyrus, You've I've seen, seen half. half. The Longest Ride is the one where I really, I might have seen it, but I... Britt Robertson. If I have, I've erased it entirely from my memory. I just... Well, isn't in that, doesn't he turn around and buy, like, what's supposed to be, like, worthless art, and the person who turned around and made the art made a note of how this was their favorite piece, even though it was early in their work, it was a load of shit. Um, oh. and they turn around and he wins all of the stuff. Oh, I might have seen At the auction? Movie. At the auction. So I've seen seven. I do, I've been, oh. Yeah, and he wins all of it. I've seen this. Okay, so seven. I've not I've seen, seen it, but I know about that. Okay. So I, I feel like I should get nine, considering I just reintroduced <laughs> you to a film that you weren't sure you'd seen. What's interesting about this is Knights in Rodent. Of all the movies, that is, like, more my speed in terms of actors in it. I've not seen it. it. And I haven't seen it. I can't get it from a library. Uh, I can't I have find never it on heard a streaming of it until service unless I'm willing I to notes. buy it. Unless I buy it instead of just using like a streaming service, hmm. uh, it, it's not available. I can't find it anywhere. So Knights of Rodanth is a is a no go for me. But I I'm determined. I now. literally just because I haven't seen it, I really want to. Yeah, I wrote when I was doing my notes for this. It's like a vengeance. When I was doing my notes for this. I literally, I just, like, I went through, what do I think of when I think of Nicholas Sparks? And I just wrote the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So the order I have them in is the order in which they're relevant in okay. my brain for either good things or bad things. Since you've seen more than me, is there anything that I've seen that you haven't? The uh, Longest Ride is the only one, right? Yeah. But once again, I feel like I should get points on that, because I just you've reintroduced every, you to you've it. You've seen everything that I've seen, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just Plus gonna... the best of me in the last song. Because yeah. you've only We're seen half season. We are not... Do not ruin the... I'm halfway through that, I Daisy. I can't even believe. Please You're don't You're not missing much with the last song. You know, don't worry about that. But the best of me, the end of it, Chelsea. I can't. I can't. Okay, so for for all of our listeners who know the end of best of me, Daisy can't. She can't. I can't tell her. It's killing me. Yeah. Give me a day or so, and I will... You I'll better text it. me and be like, holy freaking okay. shit. Okay. All right. So let's let's discuss okay. the others. Let's talk about the one that everyone knows, The Notebook. Okay. Well, I love The Notebook. I love The Notebook so much. I read the book and I gave it to my teacher because I was like, you need to read this. This is classic <laughs> literature, which was a little bit of a bold move because considering it's a Nicholas Sparks novel. No offense, Nikki. 
Um, but, uh, yeah. I think it's crazy that he was, like, a pharmacist, and he was like, you know what, let's just change careers. Yeah, and I mean, everything, they all take place in the town that he's from, which is very, like, Stephen King, because Stephen King is like, it's all gonna happen in Maine. So it's, it's Isn't all of his in Wilmington? Which South is, Carolina or yeah. North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Wherever um, it is. Anyway, um, I, it's come up more recently that people talk about how the notebook is a kind of toxic problematic. and problematic yeah. Yeah. with some of, like, their antics, but I do think that genuinely they do love each other, and they love each other so much, like, they literally die in each other's arms. Just because they both old obviously, and they both ready to go. Obviously, he loved her because like he continues to like be present. For the her. two things you want to know why people love the Notebook. I love Joan Allen's character as well. Oh my god, she's such a bitch. But I but hate I, her. I love her final. But you thing. love she that goes, she's. Terrible. I love your father. I do. But, but I loved him once too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's a great performance. The two, there's two reasons people talk about the Notebook and why people love the Notebook, and it is because of the letters, and it is because of the house. Because the letters, when he's like, I wrote you every day for a year, and the mom held on to those letters, and she wasn't getting shit. It, it that isn't over. It thing. still isn't over. Yeah, and that's like that whole thing. Cue the sex she, scene. Okay, he doesn't sound like that in it, so that's a little offensive to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> but then the house, the thing that gets Two me, Canadians I, I don't... walking the southern accent. I really, I don't care about the letters, not nearly as much as I care about the house. <laughs> to me, the house is about the sweetest gesture ever. Because, That's a huge thing. Because he builds the house that she, she wants. He takes her to this rundown shutters. shack. He buys he takes, the damn thing. He takes her to a rundown shack when they're kids and they're dating and they're all in love and shit. And she says, I want it to be this color and I want a wraparound porch so I can paint. And I want, I want you know this to be like this. Do you know what kind of person I am? Here, I want to tell you something interesting. If I was in her shoes, You're right? doing a weird thing where you're like, yeah. here we go. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's have a little gossipy chat here. Elbow on the hand. Yeah, it's a Saturday. <laughs> let's have brunch. So, it, what I find really interesting, because I've thought about this from my perspective, if I was Rachel McAdams' character, right? If mm -hmm. I was, what's her name, Allie? Yeah. Uh, if I was Allie, right? Allie and Noah. And I, and I said to a, an ex-boyfriend of mine, this is my dream house, and I was, like, specific, which she is, and he builds that house, right? I'd and I'm getting I married with. to somebody else, right? I would be leaving who I was no. with, and I'd be moving into the home. Very different individuals, because I would be like... <laughs> I'm engaged. You creeper. I haven't spoke to you in a very long time. And you built the house. God, I'm great. That's where I would have gone. That's my mind. I'd be like, you I have I'm a cash. I'm you did a couple episodes ago. That's I, such a Virgo thing to do, Chelsea. I am such a catch. That's what my mindset would have been. I would oh not God, have been like, no. I would not have been like, Noah, it's such I, a gesture. I've come to see you. It's, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. That's not me. The thing that does it for me is... I would have been like, I'm marrying this great guy. He's a great guy. The, the same... The th What's his name? And he dances. James Marsden? James Marsden. is Juan's great, amazing. Yeah, and he dances. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. okay. You you get over that, hon. Um, yeah. I would, I would pick James that, Marsden every time. About, Sorry. The thing about that... What does that mean about me? Is that... It's been years. He's been through the war. She went off to school. She fell in love. She's going to be engaged. Well, that'll bring he doesn't buy you the he, house you want. Hold on. He doesn't know she's engaged. He builds this house. Coming, he comes back from the war. The to dad, end up in the newspaper the to dad, capture attention. The dad, no. Yes. No. Oh, he, the dad yes. helps him get the money to buy the I house, do love and his he dad. spends his time rebuilding it to exact specifications that she'd made, like five to ten years earlier. 
And he builds the house, and then once he's built it, it's like, holy shit. And if he you even, build it, they will come? He even says... Is it the field of dreams of houses? No, he even <laughs> says at one point, because he's doing, like, narration, um, uh, he says that when he built it, and he, he saw that it was completed, he didn't know if he should live in it or set it on fire. Because after it was all said and done, it was such a labor of love, it was like, that was a waste of my time. Like, he felt very conflicted about the whole thing, but it was something that he did because he knew she wanted it. And then he thought about it, and he thought, what I should sell it. What kind of obsessive individual? What crazy His individual dad died when he was making it. Like he was, You have to have something going on. He loved that's her. That's a little bit... I, that's well and good, but, like, she's moved on. It's been years. You've gone through a war. And he loved her. He loved her all that time. That's why he built the house. And then he was just he wants sell to it. set it on fire, Daisy. He was conflicted. He's conflicted between a crime of arson. Oh, shut up! And he living built the house. The it's house not a crime of arson. He's just setting it on fire because he wants to set it on fire. Oh my goodness. Um, but he turns around and then he he sees her again and like all of those feelings come back for her and she's like, you know what? I'm not as happy as I was when I was okay. with him. Okay. Wrap, wrap it up. One. Wrap it up. But that's why the house is so important. We're not going to agree on the notebook, oh. so let's keep it going. Then we have... But by the way, like if I, if like my, my, my romantic comedy, romantic, just romance in general part of me, say, it's not a wrong loves song. watching this movie, cries yeah. every time and goes, you go, Allie, no, even though I know what I would do, not at all what Allie does. It's, it's the gesture that I makes it so amazing. I love your father, I do. Okay. Favorite line. We're now going to talk about A Walk to Remember. I'll Here, always you, remember. Okay, you can talk about this more. It was late afternoon. That oh, <laughs> worse. Some Mandy Moore moments. Oh my god. Why don't you start singing Candy? What's Candy? Her song Candy. That's not the song that she sings. No, not in this. Okay, no. forget it. If you're going to have a Mandy Moore moment, sing one of her hits. This is a hit. This is before. The moment I saw you cry, Cry was a huge song for her. The moment okay. I saw you Stop cry, cry, so, moment um, that I saw this you movie, cry. This movie, because I didn't read the book, is a way to make the bad I boy did. fall for the good girl. And spoiler alert, then you kill her. Why would you um, do this? Hold on. It's based on what happened to his sister who died. Yes, but this is horrific. But like, She's trying to be accurate. Like, it's... it's what happened? Oh, it's like an autobiography. But they, like, I mean, the thing I don't that's so beautiful about a walk to the like the thing that makes it so beautiful is that they grow as individuals because they're together. And then of course, like they're married before she kicks it. Like that shit's crazy too. Um, but like the way she changes him and the way he kind of changes her a teensy bit before it's over. Like they had such major impact on each other's lives, so it's beautiful, but it's tragic all at once. That's what I have to say about a walk to remember. What about you, Manda girl? Um, Man, the girl. I always remember. I don't know if they can hear me hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> stop hitting. Like I, I hope the microphone caught that. You just slapped me in the face twice. Well, I, I just, barely slapped like, you. Like six I'm times you. on each cheek. I'm tapping you six <laughs> times. Let me do it to you. See how you like it. Come at me. So okay. Walk to remember. What are you doing? I'm opening. Camera Rashi time. Walk to remember to me is very very sad, but it's 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 a nice redemption film for him. Oh, like, yeah. He goes from being a piece of shit person well, to a... he's not a piece of shit. He's just... Okay, he I likes his bad boy from somewhere. a Russia girl this week. Continue. Even though you're wrong. <sighs> so, I believe that the movie is really, really solidly written. Um, even though it is definitely a bad boy meets good girl situation, I think it they play it really, really well because 
she's not interested in the bad boy that much. He's not interested in the good girl that much. And somehow they managed to bridge the gap. And I found it really plausible, um, which is not always the case with romantic things. Sometimes you're like, okay, these two together? All right, then. Um, <laughs> loved it. Uh, she talks about Dolly Parton one time. Like, it's the little things that make me really enjoy this movie. Like, she talks about Dolly Parton being smart. And she has, like, this book of quotes. And because of that, I actually have a book of qu quotes. When okay. I saw this movie, I started writing down things. And I do have a book of quotes that I found relevant. And it's interesting because, like, when I wrote them versus as time went on, like, as you get from the beginning of the book to the end of the book, it's, like, different periods of my life. Anyway, that's not, not the point at all. Um, she has, like, a list. She wants to get a tattoo, and he gets her a, a temporary tattoo. Mm. She wants to be in two places at once. It's like a bucket list, in essence, which, yeah. spoiler, <laughs> there's a reason for that. I already um, said. But he, he, yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't I need know. to spoil it. I, I already guess, did it. I guess, this is, <laughs> I, I guess, post-spoiler. Yeah, I, I love that, the fulfillment of that. I find it, I don't know, I find it very, very interesting. Um, yeah, I like it. Do you want to talk about my least favorite it's one? It's my top two with that in the notebook. Really? Ooh, yeah. no. No, Walk to Remember is not... A, a, a walk to remember, Message look, in a Bottle isn't on your list, right? A Walk to Remember Message might be in like... a Bottle is for adults. I think A Walk to Remember might be, like, in my top five. But, like, no, it's not top two. Okay, next one. My least favorite. No, no, your next one. This, oh, your next one is your least favorite. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. This one always comes to mind for Nicholas Spark because I'm a little disappointed. Because, um, like, I have such high hopes for him. He is Cupid. Get to the point! Dear John. Now. I like... I liked Dear I John. I hate Dear John so, so much. I, re I don't remember much. I was so excited. I was so excited to see... I, I, I've been told by friends of mine who have rewatched it because they didn't like it to watch it again because maybe my opinion will change theirs did it was so traumatic to me that I can remember two things one of them that I hate it <laughs> and two I remember feeling so upset about the fact like I didn't understand how when they were in love and like Channing Tatum was all there with the love for her and she seemed to be there for him how she could just like abandon their love like, he was, like, willing to put in the effort. And it, her attitude was like, it's too late. But it wasn't too late. So why? I don't get it. And, like, it was really difficult for me to even, like, look at her after she broke his heart like that. Because I, I expect so much from Amanda Seyfried. It's hard for me to watch it now. Okay. What about you? You said you liked it. Why? I don't remember it. You don't remember why you like it? I just remember enjoying it. I, it's, it is, it, like, it was wiped from my memory. Truly, it, there's nothing there. I just remember enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I couldn't tell you a damn thing about this movie other than it. You made... don't remember that she was like working with horses, any of that? No, nope. none of it. No, nope. none of it. Okay. Nope. I was like, you, you I, could I was tell me jog something for you. You could tell me anything. You could say, oh, she, and then and then you, you remember then when she built the, the tunnel, came in. the tunnel, and she and saves him from the mothership. And then the aliens you don't remember came that? In. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Sounds good, though. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the one that you have seen that I haven't? I already mentioned. I said it's for adults. That means nothing. If you're a grown-up and not a child, watch oh Message in a Bottle. If you're going to be snotty, <laughs> we have nothing to talk about. All so, right, um, I'm going to talk about the one that I think of after that, which you haven't seen. The Choice. Now, I like The Choice. I've seen The Choice. You said that you hadn't. I said that I have. I haven't seen The Lucky One. Oh, it was The Lucky One. Sorry. The Choice, I, I've seen. I... 
I love the choice. The choice is panned. People hate the choice. Yeah. They hate this movie. I don't know why. I love it. It's so great. I love the choice. Mainly because I like What's-Her-Face that plays it. And what's who's the guy again? I don't know who he is. He's like a Juilliard-trained actor. I hadn't heard of him until he did the choice, and I haven't heard of him after. Oh, um, oh shit. I can't look it up. I love the it. kind of time jumping around where you could see, like, future, like, jumping all over the place. I kind of like that a little bit. What's his But name? I also think that they're so cute and have this whole, like, enemies to lovers arc. Benjamin Walker. Maybe it's because they're they're not none of the people really are famous in this except for Alexander Daddario, as well as um, Mister Superman just from Smallville. You have Tom Wilkins. Tom Wilkinson's in this. I forgot. He's his we dad. We just talked about Tom Wilkinson. How did I forget about this? Sorry. Don't you remember Tom Welland? 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 What's his name? Oh, Tom Welling. Yeah, yes. It's Mister yeah. Superman. Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. By the way, I, I had a friend in in uh, elementary school. Major who, crush on him? Oh my gosh. She would have given one born. of her ovaries to be with Tom Welling. Chelsea, if I was she, a little older and I had been growing up when he Tom was Welling. in like Smallville times, I'd give an ovary for him. Not a little. Um, but yeah, so I love that. I, th- I liked their whole like enemies to lovers arc. I liked you love that, that they did, they kind of followed, like, this was their happily ever after, and then they did, this is what happened after that. I kind of like that, because with a lot of them, it's like, oh, they I, kiss, I love the choice. Up. I love the choice. Yeah. Which I find really because interesting, you think because thing, I would have so made the wrong choice. You think the choice. I would have been like, that's it. But when you go uh, in. You know what? I don't know. When I can't you go say in, that, When you go in, though, you think the choice is, is it going like, to be with her or not? And that's not what the choice is at all. No, it's not. It's no. so great. The choice is the twist. Yeah. Wait, if, if, I genuinely think people should see this movie. Yeah, the choice is really good, and yeah. no one sees it, and it's really devastating that they don't. This is Mom's personal favorite, and I really like it, too. I like to watch it because it feels nice. Which Just one is this? Safe Haven. Safe Haven? I really like it. I really, really like it. What's her face? What's her Julianne name? Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff? I, and, this is my favorite role and, of hers. And what's her face? Who I, who's in the other one? In Kobe the Smolders. Oh, it's Kobe Smolders. Sorry, that's not Kobe Smolders and uh, Josh Duhamel. Yeah, I like Kobe Smolders, but um, still. Uh, I really like Safe Haven. It's I mom's favorite. I don't think I like Julianne Huff very much. Mom loves Safe Haven. Why? She loves it so much. She really, really loves it. I liked that they did a movie that had like flashbacks to reveal this spoiler that the husband of hers is the cop that's trying to have her done for murder, but he's abusive and he's terrible. So they have, like, they're drawing attention to that topic, which I think is important, because a lot of this stuff, the most you deal with is, is like, one someone dying. ghost? Kobe Smulders is the ghost. That's another spoiler, which I started to figure out before the end. I hated that. I love that she was the ghost, was because like, she had been guiding her the whole time, and then they go back through all these things. It was a things. dream the whole time. Like, it just no, feels so No, she was dumb. guiding Mom's her, and she be didn't so mad. know. If you tell Mom this... She's going to be like, I knew that's why your your sister was not my favorite. Daisy, you're my favorite. Because you like Why are you favorite. turning into Barbara Jean from Reba in your is that, version? Is that the voice that I did? You're leading okay. there. Okay, well. Um, I, also, a good way to get into my good books is putting cute kids in it. And the two kids in this are adorable. I love the surprise twist that we just discussed. And I also <laughs> like the music. Can you tell that I don't care about the twist in this, so I just ruined it blatantly right away? Yeah. Whereas I'm just like, the choice liked, is so good! I Don't liked, say it! <laughs> I liked the two twists that were in Safe Haven. I liked the fact that she was a ghost. Yeah. And I liked the fact... Because no one You're talks terrible, about... You know, I didn't get, like, six Sense screwed. I didn't get screwed, like, with the Sixth Sense with Safe Haven. Yeah, because nobody cared about Safe Haven. Everyone what saw the Sixth Sense. What are you talking about? 
some reason it's like two dollars on, on a to the next Walmart. one it is not that cheap okay you fiend what's the next one the best of me which you've only seen half of so um it broke my heart in two just want to talk about that um i think we should skip this the one flashbacks scary i really like that the flashbacks were really good at building what their backstory was i like the actors and for when, both and when you have like the major don't look at the page Chelsea. i'm not looking at your notes don't look at the page because i wrote down what i'm going to talk about okay when the, you had like really key moments in the flashbacks it was kind of mirroring it with what was going on in real life at the time the end was mind-blowing i could not even begin with how upset i was and like angry but also sad i think you're like oh that's this. okay i'm not gonna feel the same i'm gonna be like uh okay I and you're gonna be even more pissed off at me um but yeah so i wrote down what the spoiler was and then i wrote oh my god at the end so for everyone else who's seen it you know what i'm saying for oh some my god reason, about. i think they had a baby no this is what i think no that's what the vibe i was um, getting as they were then going. what pisses me off is that she never like i don't know why but she never pursued anything oh no like, she said she was going to. I know. Is there a reason? Don't get Okay, okay. Um. Okay. Then there's the lucky one, uh, which Chelsea hasn't seen. So, Zac Efron, Taylor Schilling. Now, this, I like Taylor Schilling. This is very, like, mixed bag for me. I'm not a Zac person. I'm, I'm, like, I'm lukewarm about Zac Efron, which really hurts my friend, because, like, she would die for him. That they had a connection, like prior to their actual love story unfolding I don't in it. know what it's about. You, you want to tell me the story? Okay, so the lucky one stemmed from the fact that he went off to war, yeah. and he was at war with her husband. Okay. And the picture falls Hold out on. of the husband's Same pocket. side. Same side. Yes. Okay. And the picture of her... Yeah, falls out, falls of, the out of the, the husband Who dies. He picks up that picture, and because yeah. he picks up the picture, he is the only person that survives a bombing, because he didn't go with the rest of the group for a second. He picked up the picture... Yeah. And the act of picking it up saved his life. Okay. So then he vows he's going to go see her, let her know what happened, that he knew the husband, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Make her cry for no apparent reason. Um. Selfish. Understood. Uh. I think it's the husband. It's her husband or her brother. Doesn't matter. Point husband, is. Husband, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Um, he vows he's going to go there, and, but he's also not really got anything to do, because he's just come out of war, and he, he's dealing with that, and also not got a job set up. Because you don't know when you're coming back. Um, and he starts working for her. And he kind of get... He, they kind of, like, steadily fall in love. Their connection prior to the meeting felt more meaningful to me than when they were actually having, like, their on-screen chemistry. Because for me, it felt a little off. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but the end was a little, like, oh, shit, high stakes. Uh, not going to tell you about that, though. No, um, just tell me. Just ruin it. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I think she's got a boyfriend who's the... Uh, fiance or husband to Darlene in the Connors now. I can't remember his name for the life of me. He's in so many things. Wasn't you he? You mean Darlene from Roseanne? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. she's in the Connors now. The husband that she has in that oh, now oh, oh, okay. is him. And I can never remember his name. It re it's gonna annoy me. But you know him if you've watched in the Connors. Um, but the son runs off to this, like, really old treehouse, and there's, like, a major storm. So, you're like, holy shit, he's gonna die. Bridge gets destroyed. You think, oh, Zach, everyone's gonna go save him. And he's like, no, 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 I got it. Even though he's been an asshole the whole time. He... I'm not following this at all. I'm struggling to follow what you're saying the plot <laughs> of the movie is. No, 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 this is the end. I'm talking about just the end of it. Yeah. There's, like, a major storm, and the kid, like, goes off to this old treehouse. Who's like... the kid? She has a son. Taylor Schilling has a son. 
the kid goes off to like this little tree house, but you have to okay. cross this bridge, and the bridge gets destroyed because of the storm and all that, you know, classic. Okay. The bridge is destroyed, kid's stuck there, the water's rising, okay. um, uh, and you think, oh, Zach Efron's gonna go save him, and they're like, er, no. He goes, and then I think he dies. Zach Efron Sa- dies? No, no, the guy. The guy that's in The Connors. He dies saving the kid, and it's like the only decent thing he does the whole movie, which sounds really rough, now that I've said it. But still, he's kind of a shit person. So, like, his <laughs> sacrifice saves the kid's life. <coughs> um, I think but yeah. I'm still choking on a Ferrero Rocher. With the nuts? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing well. But that's that, basically. Uh, you can watch it or not. It's, <laughs> it's no the choice, to put it to put it bluntly. It's not like the choice. I quite like the choice. I don't but understand why people hate it so I much. I don't get it either. I, okay. I, I find it really cute, some of the stuff they say. Like, he's like, why don't you ever, you know, let me flirt with you? She, or, like, why don't you ever flirt back with me? And she's like, because then you wouldn't flirt anymore. And I'm like, whoa, girl, you're getting really ballsy here. Yeah. Um, and then the and last she's one smart. for She's smart cookie. The last one for me, ironically, is the last song. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Don't ruin it for me if there's any, like, twists. Of course, you have, like, the rough father-daughter relationship, which is Greg Kinnear and Miley Cyrus. To me, personally, I will always see her as Hannah Montana. So it's really hard for me to believe that, like, this is she's the, this living is rough. she met her she's living rough. piece of shit ex-husband, too, in yeah. real life. What's his name? Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. You can take a guess what side I'm on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh... The drama in their relationship as well, with Liam Hemsworth's character and her, as well as some of the drama between her and her dad, felt very, like, self-created. Like, you know how you said with girls versus, with St. Elmo's Fire? Yeah, they're doing it to themselves. Doing it to themselves versus shit's just happening because you're young? Yeah. They feel like they're creating some of these problems. Like, this is them getting in their own heads. Okay. This is not something that is unfixable. Okay. Um, but yeah. It's just, it kind of falls the way the lucky one does for me. The, not as good. Mediocre. The core, the core ones. Mediocre. My core five, I'd say, are Notebook, Walk to Remember, The Choice, Safe Haven, Best of Me. Because Dear John makes me really angry. Lucky one I could blend. Three. I can well, pick three. I, you can pick three then. Walk okay. to Remember, The Notebook, and... The Choice. Ooh. You love The Choice. You haven't even like seen the, the Best of Me. Don't even I wasn't pretend. thinking of that. I was thinking Message, message in a, a Bottle. bottle. I, oh, it's a grown-up thing, so I yeah. wouldn't get message, it. No, I didn't say that. I just meant it's a movie for grown-ups. Like, it's, it doesn't feel the same as... All these movies have the same feel, except for Message in a Bottle. Message in a Bottle, I feel, is like he was just getting the footing of how this movie thing works. And so it's not as, like, in your face. I thought Message in a Bottle was more recent. It's, no, Message in a Bottle is Kevin Costner and, uh, oh, shit. That was Diane name? Lane. Wait, no, 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 no. You're thinking Knights and Rodan. Um, okay. Oh, shit. What's her name, Daisy? You know, you could just pull the picture up. Here, 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 here. here look, Message look, look in a Bottle. Look it up, because it's going to drive me mad. Bottle. Message in a Bottle. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. It, it's not that kind of movie. 1999 movie. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Robin, Robin Wright. Wright. Robin Wright is who it is. Paul Newman, by the way, is in it, and he is amazing in it. Paul Newman is in this movie. Think about that for a second. This is a Nicholas Sparks movie, and they got Paul Newman. What about the fact that they got Kevin Costner and Robin Wright, Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, great movie. Anyway, you know what? I take it back. The choice does not get it. Message in a Bottle is a better movie. You would Message take, in a Bottle might be a better right. movie than all of them, quite you frankly. Would, you would take but, a walk to remember over the choice? Yeah. 
your whole face just froze. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. An eye, your eye didn't move. Your mouth didn't move. Your hand stilled on your face. It, it, it was, was thought. Like, it was deep thought. It was chugging in the processing unit, that's for sure. You look like the, the version of, like, the buffing emoji. I, I'm gonna, the I would buffing have to, symbol. I would have to rewatch both of those to make that call, because it's hard for me to say right now. I would choose a wolf to remember, because I think it was a higher quality make than... Oh my god, my phone won't stop going off. For me, for me, it's the Notebook, Safe Haven, and the Choice are my top three. Easily. And then after that, it's a walk to remember. Do you have socks on? Yes. Oh, Fuzzy, okay. nice socks. I'm going to say, you have the hairiest feet I've ever felt. <laughs> I just accidentally touched I'm your foot. I'm wearing, like, aloe-infused Sherpa. Like, your toes are just, like... Aloe-infused Sherpa socks, and you're like, you have very hairy toes. Yeah, no. Okay, good. Okay. Whew. On to the fan theory, because we bored you with all of our Nicholas Sparks We're going to do our now. fan theory first? Yes, okay. and then we'll do our top five favorite this romances. Movie, this movie never fails to make me cry. I am such an easy target for it. And okay. that movie is You've Got Mail. So, You've Got Mail. Hold on. Sorry. I just lost the fan theory. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I swear. Okay. So, it's very bleak. You've Got Mail makes me feel happy, despite the fact that a lot of not so great things. Are, so, just the context of what You've Got Mail is about. I'm going to read you an article. How about that? So, this is from Body and Soul, which is an Australian publication. Mm -hmm. uh, Sophie Galopoulos oh, wrote this on February 9th, 2019. Uh, it's very specific. At 11.03 a.m. it was posted. Well, that's weird. So. Don't they usually just say They're date? saying that the theory basically is that the movie is the same as 1984. The Big Brother. Oh, my God. Well. They said, Okay. And I agree with her. So she starts off, she says, I have a confession. I love You've Got Mail. It might be my favorite rom-com ever, partly because I love the technology nostalgia of dial-up internet, and mostly because Tom Hanks is just delightful. I have said this verbatim. I've watched it twice. I've watched this movie twice in the last week and a half, and I just freaking love Tom Hanks in it. I really, really do. And I'm not a huge Tom Hanks person normally. I know everybody goes, oh, but he's like the great everyman. You love him. In this movie, I feel that. That this movie, he could do no wrong. And he truly does a lot of wrong in it. And so that's why I, I can say that. Like, he is just so damn likable in this. Also, it has um, one of my favorite comedians in it, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. in, way before he became, like, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. So, this is when they was like, oh, that guy there. So I really like this. Anyway, quick refresher for those who haven't seen it, or in a while, or at all. Small independent bookstore owner Kathleen Kelly, played by Meg Ryan, owns The Little Shop Around the Corner, which is, by the way, The Little Shop Around the Corner is the original movie that this is based on. This is actually a sequel, um, but nobody really cares about that. Joe Fox, played by Tom Hanks, the heir to the Fox Book Superstore Empire, is building a new store location in the same neighborhood, which is threatening Kathleen's livelihood with square footage. she's a small business. Yeah, she's a small business. With square footage, discounts, deep armchairs, and a cappuccino. It's like if, it's like if, like, Walmart oh. set up shop next to a tiny store. Like a tiny convenience shop. It's yeah. the same idea, yeah. So the two come to verbal blows multiple times throughout this movie. Kathleen is eventually forced to close down the business that her mother had passed down to her. Aww. The twist, unbeknownst to either of them, they become infatuated with each other after meeting anonymously in a chat room, remember those, while in dysfunctional relationships with other people. But YouTube channel Wisecrack's brilliant analysis of You Got Mail has made me realize just how bleak the film really is. 
So the analysis draws on similarities between the seemingly harmless story. I am literally just reading this article because it's I it's uh, it's just so right. It's it's succinct and it tells this, it's it's right. The seemingly You're not being harmless succinct. Well, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Seemingly harmless story, right? And George Orwell's masterpiece, 1984, which tells the story of a dystopian future of government surveillance, Big Brother, thought police, military propaganda, etc. The tale's protagonist, Winston Smith, begins the book joining a resistance movement to overthrow the government, only to be successfully brainwashed and realize that he quote-unquote loves Big Brother, right? Is this comparison a stretch? So that's the theory, right? So think about it. Both Kathleen and Winston are victims of totalitarianism. After she closes her bookstore and is left jobless with zero hope for the future, really, Kathleen, for reasons unexplained in the film, begrudgingly befriends Joe because Tom Hanks is so damn likable. You, you believe that she would become friends with him. At this point, he's figured out that it's Kathleen that he's been chatting to all along in these chats, but she doesn't know that. She is still unaware until the pair decide to meet in person. And surprise, it's Joe. Cue the uplifting music. In the film's final moment, she declares, I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so badly. And from 1984, but it was all right. Everything was all right. The struggle was finished. He had won the victory over himself. He loved Big Brother. That's how that, that ends. So Winston eventually embraces his oppression and Kathleen falls in, the lo falls in love with the man responsible for her ruin. So it's not enough for Kelly to be broken and beaten down. She must also now fall in love with the living symbol of her own destitution. That is what what, what Wisecracks. I'm telling you says. now, you're making me really not want to watch it. Oh, it's I love this movie, Daisy. Like, ignore this theory. This theory destroys the whole thing. <laughs> I buy it. And at, at one point, and this, this is what a very you just said, I totally buy it. There's also it. a very short scene which I find kind of interesting. This is also an article. They make reference to the idea of falling in love with fascist dictators as a romantic thing. One of the characters, uh, who I believe is, um, oh, e e uh, Archie! Archie! Edith Bunker. Yeah. Edith Bunker from All in the Family. Um, Channel 2 watch, you know what we don't watch, because you always say Walter Cronkite's a communist. That's, and the old Cuba that's laughter, the yeah. Yeah, so she, she plays one of Kathleen Kelly, Meg Ryan's friends. She mentions falling madly in love with a man who ran Spain. And from what you can kind of discern, it was most likely Francisco Franco, the military dictator who rose to power with the help of Nazi Germany and fascist Italy, just based on like the description and the timeline and everything. Okay. So like, it's not like they don't reference that in the film as well. Again, I refuse to like this theory because I love You've Got Mail. I love the movie. There are so many flaws. There are so many problems. I don't care. Going in having not it. seen it, that makes sense. Yeah. What was oh, written this makes is sense. All it's logic. valid. This is all logic. Whether or not I want to believe you've it. You've never seen You've Got Mail. No, you gave me a whole lecture about it when I told you. You were like, <sighs> well, I'm talking about it, so you got to watch it. And I went, well, I'll get right I on guess, that. And I, I guess what? You didn't. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm halfway through two of the films. Don't even get me started with that. That's just like, that's a movie I'm education. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Uh -huh. You haven't seen You've Got Mail. Do you know what's wrong with you? You didn't that's finish The Best Efron of Me, Chelsea. You didn't finish The Best of Me. You didn't even start You've Got Mail. Oh you didn't God. even start it. Okay. So anyway, that's our, our theory. I refuse. Uh, I don't care how logic driven facts. <laughs> that has no place in You've Got Mail. If you're watching You've Got Mail, you need to turn off that part of your brain immediately <laughs> and just enjoy it for what it is. Sob your eyes out, tears streaming down your face. Not once, but twice. So, Way to make it dark, Charles. 
I, I love this movie. I cry at the end of this movie consistently every single time. There's a moment just there's a moment just before the end. Oh, I can't even I can't even talk about it with you. I just You can't I just even. can't even talk about it with you right now because you haven't seen it, you have to go and see it. Okay, moving on. We are we have to come up with five. Okay, yes. we have to do them quick. Here, then. I have Rapid my five. five. I have my five. You have your five? Yes. I also have little shout outs that I want to do very briefly. Are we gonna do count do your you want to do back and forth? Do your shadows first. Okay. These are no, these are the ones I've that did got, not make my list. We're going to do kind of what we did with Disney Princess. These are the ones that do not make the list. Okay. You have David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Oh. I love them. Oh, okay. Um, you've got Mindy and Danny from the Mindy Project. Spoiler alert on all of these, because if you don't you know like that they're... Mindy and Danny? I do. First season, Mindy and Danny? Second season, Mindy and, Dan Mindy and Danny. But, are, but he turns into such an asshole. You haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen the whole thing. Oh, I they know. end up together. I know. Isn't it Ew. so unfulfilling after he's been a dick for so long? Yeah, he doesn't I know. change. It's so unfulfilling. He's like, give up your job as a doctor and stay at home and wait on me. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. But he realizes at the end that she's still there. He relies on her like he did when she was his girlfriend. So? Mindy can do better. She doesn't have to say yes. But she, she misses him, off. and she loves him. Oh, she's better off with the nurse. I know. Wasn't that sad? Yeah. I felt bad for that situation. Um, and this is, th this Buffy is why it's Spike. a runner-up. Buffy and Spike. Oh, that made me cry. Oh, my God. The finale? I can't watch it. I can't watch it, Chelsea. Even though he gets to go over it's to Angel. It's a terrible finale. He, he gets to go to Angel later, and it's all, you know, he's fine, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Um... <laughs> Then there's Amy and Jake from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love Jamie. I, I am Amy in so many ways, and I feel I like love my type is Jake's all over the place. <laughs> so, so yeah. Noise. I, I, yeah, I totally get that. But those were my shout-outs, because I didn't want it to be too long. Do you have any that aren't in your top five that you can think of right yes, now? Yes, I do. I really like Dash and Lily. In the, have you seen Dash and Lily? Um, no. It's a Christmas, Netflix. it's a Christmas miniseries. Yeah. yeah. I really like Dash and Lily very, yeah. very much. So yeah. that would be one for me. How I Met Your Mother, I love Marshall and Lily. I always love them so cheesy. They I are love cheesy. Marshall and Lily. But more important, I, you know, I can't even talk about the other thing that I like more. There's, there's an obvious love story that I love more. Are you more talking about the about one it. that is ruined in the final season? Yes, but yeah. we're going to be talking about it next week. Okay. So let's not, let's not go there. I've, I've held off already on talking about the finale. So You're like, I'm not. really holding back. Uh, I had Buffy on my list. I love New Girl. There's like so many love stories in New Girl. They're that I in love. my top five. I love, I love Winston and Allie. I okay, love, that's the wrong one to get I, behind. But hold okay. on, I love uh, Cece and Schmidt. And I like Nick and um, Jess. Jess. I like, there's three, three for three. And I, I don't know how I feel about Coach and the other one, May, that he runs off with, but whatever. Um, they get married, don't Gilmore they? Gilmore Girls, as I've gotten They're older. In my top five. As I've gotten old, oh, okay, so I won't talk too much about it, but are, are we talking about Rory or are we talking about Lorelai? Rory doesn't deserve love. So Rory and Rory Jess. Rory don't deserve shit. Rory and Rory Jess. And Jess they are the most untold love story of all time. You want to know why? No, everybody loves them. Because, like, no, but, like, okay, hold on. their love story isn't hold over. Hold on. Never have I ever? Did you know that it had been, like, Never seven, have I ever? What's his it name? It had been seven years. What's his name? Ben. Ben. And, and Davey? And Davey. Oh. I love Ben and Davey. Ben and Davey are the best. Pacey, I love with, uh, Th Joey. These are your shout-outs. Where are your top five? Hold on. I had a lot. Bridget Jones Diary. I wanted to talk about real quick. I had uh, sorry another short short one. Brooklyn. I really like Brooklyn specific. I like both relationships. That's why I actually like this movie. Is that I can see the relationship working 
either in Ireland or with the Italian guy. I love the Italian guy. I he's love so him too. Cute. I love him too. We I do love when, he, when he's like, I thought we were going to have a different conversation. Like, he was so <laughs> scared that she's going to break up with him, yeah. but she's actually telling him that she loves him. And he's and like, he's like you can better. see that You can see his ass muscles <laughs> unclench. <laughs> it is such an interesting scene. But yeah, I, I like Brooklyn. Um, but it's, it's still a runner-up. Bridget Jones' Diary. I oscillated back and forth on this one because I can only pin it down to, like, a moment or a couple moments. Are you talking about when he tells her what he tells her? Or... No, no, no. I love when he says what he says to her. Yeah, there's a couple that declaration, of moments. Whew, there's only a couple moments. I'd, I'd marry him then. Can I finish what I have to say? It's not your runner-up, is it? <laughs> so there's a couple moments I kept mine in, Bri small. in Bridget Jones' Diary. Time. So... He says to her, he says, the thing is, what I'm trying to say, very inarticulately, is that despite, rare, 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 I like you very much, just as you are. That's the thing I'm yeah. talking about. She's like, apart from the smoking. And, and my mother. Yeah, and he goes, no, no, just as you are. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love that line. Well, it's it's Pride and Prejudice, because he does the same thing in Pride and Prejudice. He's like, your family's His terrible. His Mr. Darcy. Like, I it's, know. It's hitting you but over like, the head. But like, Mark Darcy. But like, in Pride and Prejudice, he's like, your family's terrible, your dad's anyway. kind of weird, your sister got herself in trouble, you're poor, but despite all that, I really like you anyway, and yeah. I think we could be in love. There's really and she's nothing, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that line, though, that line, I like you just as you are, there's nothing more romantic to yeah. that. Because you're like, well, and then they the do other it. Moments, they do it in the Mindy Project when he says, okay. you know, I'm you're a woman done. that look that's good, look like a woman, and she's like, thank you, because she's like, you know, you want me to get a boob job, you want me to lose this weight, and he's like, no, yeah, you look good the way so you are. So the dinner scene is really delightful so in this as well with the blue soup. It's equal parts hilarious and very endearing, and I it is very and it's, it's terrible. cut short by total chaos. Yeah, but it is lovely in that moment. Yeah, because he's willing to eat her shit soup. Yes, exactly. Like it's it's absolutely. She thinks horrendous. any string is good. No, it is not. Yeah. So so yeah. Th that's my runner up. Bridget Jones was almost one of my top five. So I've got okay. You do your top. And, five. and of course you've got mail, which we already spoke about. Is that's in that's your honorable mention. Honorable mention. You've got mail. I had to to, to push because of a much better movie. A much much better movie. Okay, so let's go. Go on. Okay. Well, you do your fifth. My fifth. Is Are they in order? I, my my fifth is Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girl. Let's get something out of the way right now. What? What are you doing? Tell me what CDs to get so I don't have to hear about it. Seriously? And skip any 80s groups where the guys dressed up like pirates. I draw the line at pirates. This has been a really great first date. It only took us eight years to get here. Hmm. Okay. So, you two, right? Yeah. Bono's a must and Blondie. And, um, oh, Sparks, especially the new one, plus Bowie. Oh, uh, okay, I know he dressed up like a pirate. Spaceman. Spaceman, I can deal with. Wait, are they in order? Yeah, as in, number one is the best, and number five is the bottom of my top five. Okay, so we're talking Luke and Lorelai. Yeah, Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls makes my top five. I racked my brain for a good half hour trying to figure out who was my top five. Because I love so many of... Th I love love. I'm going to quote I you. I do too. I love love. I do um, too. But You're quoting me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you say it so often. I it's ridiculous. You say, you say it in a way that you're like Charlotte from Sex and the City too. So I want to just hit you. <gasps> I, that should be a runner-up. I forgot about Sex and the City. I should hit you every time you Char say it. Charlotte and, and um, Harry. 
Oh, anyway. yes. Anyway, um, but you say it all the time, and you just remind me of her, and I'm like, ugh, I do stop love it. love But Luke and Lorelai are, are one of Why? the relationships Get that, to like... Get the point. Why? They do great build-up, so that as soon as this starts, you're like, holy shit, Life it's gonna be amazing. Friendship? Lifelong friendship. And then, as soon as they get together, when he takes her on the date to the bar that you've never seen in this town before, and he pulls out a horoscope that she'd given him, like, ten years prior... The love is so deep. It's going on he for years. He held on to a horoscope she gave yes. him. The like, man, that shit's insane to me. Considering the man's house is, like, clean and spick and span, where has he been hiding this shit? He's obviously a He hoarder. has it in his wallet. He he's, just pulls it out of his wallet. He's like, this is from nine years ago. And I'm like, bro, whoa. Panties wet. Yeah. <laughs> Panties dropped. What do you mean? <laughs> Panties dropped. Not where you're going. Oh, but, God. like, whoa. Way to ruin the when he no. When he says it, I'm like, Lorelai, you marry that man. You marry him hard. Yeah. Well, the thing for me, the real turning point for me, because you could see, like, it being sprinkled out in the first season, I love when they're at the hospital and he hates being at a hospital, and he's there for her. He is and he, there for he, her for Like, everything. when any of the sick people or the dead people go by, he's scared he's going to see one, so he just, like, looks up. Looks it is so ceiling. funny to me. I love it. And I love them. I don't like how, the, like, it plays out over the whole series, but I do love at the end they are together and they're married. Works for me. Okay. They need to do another revival. I hate the revival. Because those seven years Only that have passed... Thing about the revival? Those seven years that have passed... They need to put something in there. Maisel's over now, hon. You can you can finish this story. Rory be pregnant. Who's okay. the daddy? You're gonna have to just give coming some in, context. raising the kid. Not everybody Let me know. Not, Let me not know. everybody knows what you're talking about. The creator of Gilmore Girls did the marvelous Miss Maisel series as well. Yeah. Maisel's over. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I need my ending. I agree. I know it's Logan's kid, but Logan's a douche. Okay? Is it Toss him to the side. You know, it's either that or it's the Wookiee that she slept with in the line because she was stupid. It could be. You hope it's not the Wookiee. Well, Jess but you know Jess is going to raise that kid like it's his own because he loves her so much. Okay. What's your number the five? The only thing about the revival I like is Emily. Okay, my number five. And they're married. Okay, sure. My number five is About Time. Um, I'm a reader at a publisher. No, you read for a living. Yes, that's it. I read. Oh, that's so great. There's like someone asking, what do you do for a living? I, well, I breathe. I'm a breather. I get, I get paid for breathing. How did you get that job? Okay, smartass. What do you do? I am a lawyer. Sort of. Sort of. That's sexy. Is it? I mean, I think so. In a suit, in a court, saving people's lives kind of sexy. I guess it is. Although it's not as sexy as reading. Sitting there in an office, in a little chair. Okay, reading. okay, stop. Ooh. You are obsessed with About Time. I am obsessed with About Time. About Time is a solidly made movie without the love story, quite honestly, but the love story really imbues it. So this movie is all about the repercussions of your choices. What are your priorities? That is this movie. I wrote, I wrote something, so I'm just going to read it verbatim so that I can be nice and like to the point. Who are you talking about? For a moment? You're talking about main characters, right? What? In About Time. You're talking about them, right? Not the other people. I, I just said it's the greatest love story. Let me continue. It's the fifth our main, place, though. Our main character, Tim, states up front that loving someone and being loved in return is one of his primary life goals. It's a great film in that it shows it takes all walks of life, dodgy friends, grumpy ones, friendly ones, and you have no control over the rest of it, but complete control in how you handle it and react. I also have an appreciation of humor and its role in love. The key thing that ties together all the people that I, I'm talking about me, 
I have ever been interested in is that they all made me laugh. They would joke in some way, it brought me joy, which made me deeply attracted to them. So the humor that runs like a meandering tributary throughout this film really fits well in for me, personally. Yeah. I'm also of the type that would ruin my chances with a good thing to help out someone and then have to find myself out of that mess in the exact same way that the protagonist does. He's compelled to help his roommate in this movie with a botched opening night of the play that he's been working on tirelessly for months and months and months. <laughs> Only to... So he time travels. That's part of the movie, which is another reason why I love it. That's why it's about time. Only to lose that crucial initial interaction with the love of his life. And he has to try and find a way to recapture it, to meet her again in alternative ways. Which is like a small part of the film. That is a film in and of itself. And and it just like... it handle, This movie's great. Rachel McAdams, So he sits all about. day. Yeah, he sits all day. No, no. That's not the love story. Sits all day at the Kate Moss art show because he thinks there's a chance that the girl he fancies will show up because he, she mentioned that she loves Kate Moss. So that's got me written all over it as well. I'm the kind of person who'd be like, I'll just sit here all day and this will solve my problems. I love that face with temptation at a later part in the movie. He doesn't choose to have his cake and eat it too. He doesn't time travel to experience what he wants with his like original first love and erase the mistake, he instead chooses only to live in that moment. And that's when he has the revelation that he wants to spend the rest of the life with the woman that he loves and goes and proposes to her. So I don't want to spoil the film in that it runs through the entirety of moments that constitute an average Englishman's life, but it boils down to the message in the end that we are all traveling through time together, so we should relish every moment of this spectacular ride. The greatest love story is between Tim and life. Oh my God. Because that's what the movie's really about. Okay. And his dad. Like, I don't even need to say anymore. If you've seen the movie, him and his dad. Isn't, holy hold shit. Hold on. Isn't his dad. Bill Nye? Yeah. Bill Nye is. Bill Nye should have won a fucking Oscar for this he movie. He can do I, what he can do. I they can time love. travel. Rewatch the movie. There's a moment Calm where it's down. like, I have up until this point. Oh, it's it's incredible. Okay. Okay, so that's my number five. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's only my fifth because it's a little bit of a ham, like, in, in a sense that it's you know, loving life, not a love between two people, which I know is not the assignment. Okay. Go ahead. Um, my number four is Logan and Veronica from Veronica Mars. Oh, I exist. Sorry about different today. I've been avoiding you. Really? I hadn't noticed. I'm sorry. I freaked out. That night in the guest house, we were like crossing over into something and... I don't know, all of a sudden I just felt really weird and guilty and it wasn't the easiest night to begin with. I know. I just couldn't deal. You could have told me. No, I mean, even if you just said I can't deal, but you bolt and dodge me for a couple of days. It's what I do. When things get out of control, I need to be alone. Listen, you know, I am freaked out too. I have this feeling that things are going to get really bad. Yeah? Don't run out on me again, okay? I mean... If you need to do whatever, you just let me know. I need to do whatever. Just for a couple of days. Then I'll be back to normal. Or as close to normal as I can get. Okay. Nowhere to find me. Um. A long time ago, we used to so, be friends, but I. When you go in. thought of you lately. Get at all. Get uh, off. Come on now, sugar. Bring okay. it on, bring it on, yeah. Okay. It's great. It's a great show. Stop ruining the Andy Warhols. Um, Andy Warhols? That's what they're called. The band is the Andy Warhols. It's not called the Andy Warhols. It is something like that. It's not Andy. 
Well, it's the something lore halls. I'm double checking because I, I don't want to be wrong. Well, isn't that just always what you don't want? I don't want to be wrong. I know, I just, I gave you an education I know, I know a few I'm weeks ago wrong. about Penny Marshall's child. I know I'm so. not wrong. And yet at the same time, I have to be 100% right. The Dandy Warhols, that's what it is. There we go. The Dandy Warhols. I knew you were wrong about Andy. Okay. And um, the D matters. Oh, the D always matters, The D doesn't always it? matters. Um, so, when you start, when you start Veronica Mars, you're very content having Logan be a villain in it, because he's very much an adversary for her. What you're saying, this is another case of enemies to lovers for you. Well, my first one wasn't enemies to lovers. Luke and Lorelai are adorable. Okay. Um, you have an obsession with enemies to lovers. I do though. not. I like all I the tropes. Not. I like all the tropes. Um, if it's a cliche, Daisy's in for it. That's why they're cliches. Yep. That's like, don't you understand? It works for me. <laughs> don't you understand? It's called cliche because so okay. many people like it. All right. So with Logan and Veronica, you're really content with him being like a bad person. And like, you're like, that's just who he is. And you're ready to write him off. But then as soon as he asks for Veronica's help, and when I say asks, it's slight that like blackmail, but like he gets her help and he, they kind of bond over the fact that they're both really sad and stressed in different ways. They're both grieving the loss of yeah, and they're the both, love of his life. Or and so for her, thing. her best friend. Yeah. But don't say the love of his life because Veronica's the love of his life. But like his girlfriend died and her best friend died. And it's the same girl, Amanda Seyfried. And they kind of bond over that and he's dealing with his own shit. And she's dealing with her shit. And then there's like a surprise kiss and they're like, whoa, what's this? Where's this coming from? And the whole thing goes from there. And the amount of invested time I would put in to have them change the first of the new season, so the final season technically, because it's technically season four in the lineup, but it was like, oh, Veronica Myers season one on Hulu. Uh, the I would invest so much time just to change that storyline. Because what happens at the end of that is not deserving. I, did, I didn't watch it. You know, don't you? No. Go ahead, just ruin it for me. They kill Logan. They kill him. They get married, and they're supposed to go away, and she realizes, and she goes, wait, Logan, and before she can turn, the car that he's going to explodes, and she's left on the ground, like, freaking So it's the godfather. Ash, ash and shit everywhere. It's the godfather. And she's, like, devastated, because he's dead! They killed him! This dude survived being in the army, or the navy. He survived the navy. In the navy. He survived being in this crazy-ass town. He survived this whole season to be blown up in a car. Are you kidding me? No. No. So it's very no. tragic for you. No. No, 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 no. No. It didn't happen. This is an instance. It didn't happen. Oh. Final season doesn't exist. No. Okay. I feel a theme coming on. Oh. Okay, Ooh. so my number four. It hurts me so much just to think about it. Can I say one last thing? What he says, we can both quote it. When he turns around, he goes, I thought our love story was epic. Mm -hmm. Lives ruined, bloodshed, spanning years in, well, I, I did this wrong, spanning years in continents, lives ruined, bloodshed, epic. Yeah. But summer's almost over, and we're not going to see each other anymore, and I'm like, oh my god, no. And I don't <laughs> think it's really epic if summer is really the no, but thing he, that will kill he it. thinks that that's the only reason she hangs out with him and he's like come on 
please just stay around, be in my stay life. Stay with it's me. It's like be in my life. It's like his plea to have her stay in his life, even if I don't even. That, she's not interested that in being song with would him. Absolutely, be in that. That's a Mindy Project song. Now that I think okay, about it, can you get off of me? Sorry, I'm just shaking the crap yeah. out of you. Um, but yeah, that like that makes and breaks that whole thing. Okay, and my number four. Their literal name is love. L O V E love. They're love. Logan and Veronica. They're love. Love. Very They're nice. love. Okay. All okay, right. now you can go. Number four for me was me before you. Oh, I think this would still be my favorite spot. That's because you haven't been anywhere. Oh. So where's better than this then? Val Paris. Place Dauphine, right by the Pont Neuf. Sitting outside a cafe with a strong coffee and warm croissant from salted butter and strawberry jam. So let's go. We could get on the Eurostar right now. Nah. But you just said. You don't get it, Clark. I want to be in Paris as me, the old me. With pretty French girls giving me the eye. Could be something to look forward to. If I shut my eyes now, I know exactly how it feels to be in that little square. I remember every sensation. I don't want those memories erased by the struggle to fit behind the table, the taxi drivers who refuse to take me, and my wheelchair power pack that won't charge in a French socket. I'll tell you where we all go, though. Where? Alicia's wedding. Really? Will you come with me? If you want me to. So me before you, hit me two ways. I read the book first. Yeah. The book is slightly more expansive, but only slightly. For the most part, it is pretty much what's seen on screen. I, I, I got the book from the library, and I swear to God, I might be imagining this, but I'm pretty sure the pages were rippled at the same section from tears from other <laughs> readers. Because I sobbed <laughs> profusely. My face was swollen pink. Right smack dab in the middle of the book, and right at the end of the book. You made me laugh because you kept telling me I should read it. And I was like, you don't look like you're enjoying it. You're like, it's so beautiful. Oh, you remember. Yeah, you were quite scary looking. It was an emotional ride for me. Yeah. Right in the middle of the book, which the isn't, is which isn't in the movie. The middle part of it is not actually in the movie. What in the, what's in the middle? I don't want to tell you because one, one day you're going to read it. I'm not going to read it. You are a reader. so one I, day I won't read it. Okay. I don't the movie's it. just too good. I won't read it. And then it. the end of the book, it's pretty close. It's just one extra piece. I don't care. Just tell me. Why are you being difficult? And then right at the end of the movie. When he chooses. Yeah, when to he makes his anyway. choice, he makes his choice. He chooses to die and anyway. She, and he wants her there. But, like, the thing the thing that's annoying to me is she's done all of this to try and make him love life again. And, like, I don't want to end it. I want to be here and with he you. Loves her. And he loves her. And it's just not enough. Yeah. It's like, I'm in, I'm done. I, I Greatest am not the man I was. With life. I'm told you. Oh, I said it first with about time. It's. And there Awful. we are. Very different sort of outlooks, though. But me before What you... are their names again? I love the little bumblebee tights he gets her in yeah, the movie. It's she... so cute. Yeah. So and me the boyfriend's you. so shit. It's freaking Neville right, Longbottom from you're Harry Potter. Three. You're number three. It's it's the only movie I have in my top five. It's uh, Jamie and Maggie in Love and Other Drugs. Oh my God. Who said I was a drug rep? Um, excuse me. Look at your bag. 
I don't think you're going to the airport. Hey, look, just, just, just apologize, okay? Just apologize. Would you do that just once? I would actually like to hear someone from the medical community actually apologize. Okay, okay. I apologize. I apologize on behalf of all the arrogant, faceless, cut-off doctors out there who treated you like a non-person while peeking at your breasts. So what's your name? You're good. Strong eye contact, implied intimacy, you'll make your quotas. Really? Love I, and Other Drugs? I really love Love and Other Drugs. It's one of my favorite movies of all and time. nobody seems to really think I, about it. I love it so, so much. And that, it makes me laugh, it makes me cry, it makes me love Jake Gyllenhaal more. And as a Taylor Swift fan, it's really hard to. We like a bit of a tragic romance. But like, I've, I've come to this conclusion. Oh, when I watch... You especially. When I watch it... And you see how his character is at the start. Like, he's content being a shitty playboy guy. And then he's, um, he meets her. And she, the fact that she's, like, no nonsense is the thing that really draws him to her. And then she's constantly just like, you know, this is just for fun. We're just gonna be, like, friends with benefits. That's all you're getting out of me. I tried the love thing. It's not gonna work. I have Parkinson's. This ain't happening. Yeah. And... He kind of breaks down her walls, and he, she lets him in, and he lets her in. And, like, there's the whole moment where he's having, like, a panic attack, and he's just like, I love you. And she's like, oh, you don't need to say that. And he's just like, no, you, I don't think you understand. I've never said that to anyone before. And she's just like, not to your parents. And he's like, what about your brother? And he looks like, no, I didn't say that to my brother. And, and she's just like, well, if it makes you feel better, I said it to a cat once. And he's like, yeah, that kind of does make me feel better. Like, yeah. he has a look like, okay. And then he just keeps saying, he's like, I love you. And she's like, no, 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 you don't say that. And then at the end, holy shit, the end of the whole thing, when he, he stops the bus, get knocked me over with a leaf. Because she's just like... Now uh, you've had the entire movie but, recanted but she, by Daisy. But you she don't turns see it anymore. And she turns around and says to him, she's like, I'm gonna need you more. And he's like, that's fine. She's like, no, it's not. Like, she doesn't want to be a burden, and it's so devastating, because he doesn't see her as a burden at all. He sees her as just, like, his partner in life. You love a tragic romance. Oh, it's really so do. beautiful and so sad. But it's more beautiful, so, like, I can live with it. If it's more sad, it's hard for me. Like, atonement is hard for me to like, but I like it. It's it's an outlier. Okay. Okay. So, my What's next... your number three? What's your number three? So... <laughs> My number three is Call Me By Your Name. I like the way you say things. I don't know why you're always putting yourself down, though. So you won't, I guess? You really that afraid of what I think? So Call Me By Your Name is interesting because I saw the movie first and then I read the book. Actually, I was really sick one time and you were reading me the book. Yes, and Mom was <laughs> horrified on the couch because it was... It has some, some, let's say, flowery language in it. Flowery ain't the word. Yeah. He's in the middle of a BJ, and I was reading it to you, <laughs> and Mom was sitting on the chair like, what are you reading? Like, it's exactly what yeah. you experience when you watch A League of Their Own, and she's reading the erotica. I'm, I'm going to focus. And you're like, what are you reading? I'm going to focus on. Those. I'm going to focus not on the book, although I do really like the book, um, but on the film itself. So, so Elio and Oliver, right? Yeah, yeah Elio and Oliver. So, what are you fancy Elio? So I actually, there's an article. Funny Don't enough. bring up another article. Why do you like them? Simone Don't Torn, do an article. Simone Torn talks about this quite, quite a bit. And I, I think she says it really well. She says at one point, um, there isn't really much being said between the two characters. 
because the two are so resistant at first to admit their feelings so we kind of have to rely on every unspoken gesture in order to assume yeah. any sort of romantic progression between these two and it's the lack of grand gestures and poetic spills of affection is what makes it more romantic which is funny because usually it goes the other way where it's it's all romantic gestures right but it's more accurate to not have these grand gestures because in life you don't have grand gestures constantly it's yeah. little things it's very subtle it's she, she puts it, she's, it's all about subtlety, longing gaze, a smile that can't help itself from spilling out, an almost tangible angst bubbling through their veins that's slowly setting fire to all of Italy. So yeah. she puts it, plus it takes place in Italy, so, yeah, like, already, I'm in love. Um, it's, <laughs> it's very much a tension sort of film, like, you have a lot of tension at, for the majority of the film. It is a slow burn type of film, but... Um, just to kind of get to the, the point of it, she says, let's not be around the bush. Call Me By Your Name manages to be a small and intimate film throughout its entirety. Like, for one thing, there are no epic gimmicks that cause the movie to be the tearjerker that it is. No one suddenly develops cancer in the second act. No one gets shot in the end, out of hate. The thing that makes blown it... Blown up in a vehicle. The thing that's tragic about the whole no thing with them... No jealousy or Is that he like goes that. back in the closet. Yeah, there's no malevolent... Well, it also takes place in the 80s. Important thing to note. There's no malevolent parental figure who simply won't allow these two to be together because of their same-sex relationship. There's really no antagonist here at all. His parents are fully in support of him and, and kind of see that something's going on. The only thing stopping Elio and Oliver in this movie is Elio and Oliver. Their own fears of rejection and vulnerability become the stopping force of these two living happily ever after. So it's, it's very tragic. Uh, and in that way, there's a severe lack of outside characters. There's no really outside forces, unnecessary subplot drama. A, like even the girl that's in it at one point she's not really there's a girl in it but she doesn't really play a villain role because he really you can see that there's a love story between the two of them mm. and there's nothing there we're, we're just kind of drawn into their universe and she basically yeah it's 1980s northern Italy. it's gorgeous as fuck like it is just <laughs> beautiful like the lakes and the tree just everything and and Part of it as well as the score as well. Music always plays a strong role in movies. But I, I really think that uh, Sufjan Stevens d does kind of like a... Oh my she god. She describes it as sleepy guitar plex. That's exactly what it voice, is. A distinct gentle oh. voice. And it, and it you does... You feel transported to their you love. ache for their love. Yeah. Because of that. And, and uh, Well, is it called Mystery of Love? The Mystery song? Mystery of Love, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does. I have it that on my phone. Like it's in it's in my it. list of break my heart songs. Because <laughs> yeah. when you hear it, you're like, oh my god. And the, and and the, people have labeled this as a very original film. It says it's very hard for a love story to be truly original. Uh, Elio and Oliver never utter the words "I love you" throughout the entire film well, because they, they don't have to. Because their ways of we saying it is, well "You aware. call me by your name, and I'll call, call me by you, you yeah. your name, and I'll call you by mine." Yeah. Yeah, and all they have to do there, especially, is to refer to them as is. Yeah. That's like their I love yous. It's like Elio yeah. Oliver. Elio Oliver. Yeah. So, so this is what it says. So I stopped cute. for a second. If you remember everything I wanted to say, and if you're really like me, then before you leave tomorrow, or when you're just ready to shut the door of the taxi and have already said goodbye to everyone else, and there's not a thing left to say in this life, then just this once turn to me, even in jest, or as an afterthought, which would have meant everything to me when we were together. And as you did back then, look me in the face, hold my gaze, and call me by your name. Yeah. Yeah. Great love story. Yeah. All right. So that's my uh, my number three. Go ahead. Okay. What's your number two? My number two and my number one are my two favorite shows of all time. My number two is my favorite sitcom of all time. It is Nick and Jess in New Girl. Last night, 
when you were on pills. You said you want me. Shut up. You put your hand in my pocket. No and you said, this little piggy wants to go to the market. Shut up, Nick. Something you were just saying, that's fine, that's cool. We'll move on and not talk about it. But it is something that I've thought a lot about. But you were never clear about that so that there were other options. And this little piggy ran around to different markets, but he didn't know. What are you talking about? Do you want to have sex with me, yes or no? Yes. Who's that girl? It's Jess. It's Jess. You know how much I love New Girl. Like, it's, it's, I need it in an IV. Not like, it's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> Um, I needed an IV. People only heard slapping. Yeah. They did not see you put your arm up and tap your veins. I needed an IV. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I just, I love the show so much because every time- Not Winston, or, or, not Cece and Schmidt? No. Oh, Cece was, and Schmidt. See, that for me, you knew that shit was everything coming. Everything to me. I, I knew that shit was coming. I was By the way, I haven't that. seen the end of the series, so don't ruin it for me. Oh my god. Um, the, the, I have gotten to the point where they, they're at the wedding- and she decides that she's in love with Nick. That's where I'm at. You're only there? So, what? Yeah. Okay. I still Do you know what seasons. happens with, with Schmidt nope. and Cece? Nope. nope. Oh my god. I don't know anything. Don't tell me okay. anything. Anyway. Um, in New Cut Girl, the, the, the whole memes. reason I love New Girl itself, separate to this love story, is the fact no, that No, we're every not time... talking about New Girl. We'll oh, talk I'm, about the love story. I'm going to talk about it really Focus quick. Focus on the love story. Is the fact that every time you watch it, something funny is happening, and you see a different character highlighted in that moment. You which catch is very, things you didn't Which is very unique to the show, because I yeah. don't watch a lot of shows where you have that same energy. I just rewatched an episode that I, I'm dying laughing at. Winston's in love with Allie, and he comes in, and he goes, and her boyfriend's coming to over as well. Because she has a boyfriend. She just yeah. had a new boyfriend. And when he says it, they all speak at the same time. And I've, I've never caught what Schmidt says. And he says, everybody dies. Maybe he'll die. Yeah. And I laughed so hard. Yeah. I'd never heard this line. Because that's the kind of stuff that's in New Girl that you don't catch in other shows. You don't get that, like, every single character is being funny all at the same time. So if you watch the scene once, you'll think Cece's funny. It's just Cece's a cacophony funny. of jokes. You'll you don't always grab yeah. it. You'll see it once and you go, Cece's funny. And then you watch it again you're like, holy shit, it's hilarious. It's hard to pick a favorite character. And it's constant like that. And it makes it really easy to okay. set it up for Focus. the love stories. Well, with Nick and Jess, I was invested in them since the pilot. When she comes out and she was initially wearing overalls and Cece gives her the black dress, yeah. the way Nick looked at her then, I was like, holy shit, dude's in love. Yeah. Holy shit. And I love I love that you've sent me a million times the same clip. Of when they talk about their chemistry. Their yeah. chemistry was so strong that they couldn't let them be together until season two. That's insane to they're, me. They're just like, don't put them in a scene together. Yeah, don't put them in a scene they together. They wouldn't even have them stand near each other because their chemistry Too was so chemistry. good. That's how good their chemistry was. Jake Johnson and Zoe Deschanel had such good chemistry, they couldn't even be near each other. That's how good their chemistry was. Anyway, um, I love that in season two, there's like, I'd say a good half of that season, the buildup, it's like one episode after the other. It's just cute shit after cute shit. You could see they're going to get together. You're just waiting for it to happen. Then there's the... I love the mug. Then... Oh, the, the sex mug? Yeah. I love the sex mug. I, the sex mug's so funny that I they put the mug out when they want to be with each other, but they don't want anyone to know. So they just put the mug out, and then they're like, okay, see you later. But I love that, that they throw the mug out. They both go and look, and the mug's not in the trash, and they're both like, oh, the other one picked it up. And Winston took it for and, Ferguson. And Winston took it for Ferguson the cat to yeah. drink out of. He goes, now you have a pretty mug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. um, but I I love that. I love that you finally get their kiss in the cooler episode. I love everything that happens in the relationship after. I hate when they break up. Spoiler alert, they break up for a hot minute. And that minute lasts longer than a couple seasons. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, the minute is still going on currently. No. 
Uh, currently, no. I'm watching it. No, hon, you don't get it. Um, but that the whole reason for the breaking up is also a little hurtful to me. And then they they have go, nothing in common. They that's their reason, but they love each other. They so have who, nothing in common. They're saying, oh, so like you want to raise our kids in space, and I want to live on a lake. And they're like, oh, so we have nothing in common. And I'm like, what are you talking about? These are absurd situations. Like, this is a fight that you shouldn't you're be having when you're hungover. You're hungover, you're tired, and you're cranky. You don't have this conversation right now. Yeah. This is not a good time to have this conversation. And they, you can see, even when they're broken up, when they hug each other after they've broken up, is more devastating to me than anything. And then as the series goes on, you're just like... Yeah, rich. like, they don't want to break up, so why are they breaking up? Okay. It's so silly. So this is your second favorite. My second favorite. And then, eventually, at the end of the series, you get your final answer, will they, won't they, and it's it's worth it for me. Okay, so my second favorite. Yes. Yeah. Yet again from a movie. I, I'm really movie based. Yeah, I'm so TV. And you're TV. So, so TV. my second favorite is Love Rosie. Look, if, if you reject him now, he's going to make it his life's mission to go out there and meet the most perfect, beautiful girl in the world just to try and get over you. He'll end up marrying this, this other woman and spending the rest of his life with her. And, you know, he'll tell himself that she's perfect. He really must be happy. <laughs> she won't be you. Yeah. But you two never actually kissed. I love Love Rosie. You've seen Love Rosie? Yes. What, uh, I want Love Rosie. You can't buy it on DVD and it hurts my soul. You can. It's just really hard to find. I know. Um, the, so last, the last time I thought I found it on Amazon, it was in a, it was in a, like a formatting. You can't play in Canada. Do you know how offended I was? <laughs> So Love Rosie is uh, Lily Collins' character. Yes. Rosie Dunn. Oh and, my god. And Alex is played by mm-hmm. Sam Baflin. Once again, he was your number four, and now he's your number two. I'm sorry? He was number four, and now he's number oh two. Oh my god, he was in me before you. I forgot yeah. about that. What did you say their name were? Their names were Rosie and... Alex. Alex, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Rosie... It, it's really a case of, like, timing is everything in this movie. Yes. It, it really is. It but so I, is. I very much love this movie. Um, it's it's adapted from a book called Where Rainbows End. So uh, I haven't read the book, and now I feel like I should because I, no. I just learned this. <laughs> Don't. Um, and basically, they, they're just dancing around their feelings for a decade. Things just keep coming up. There's pregnancies. There's moves around the world. There's, like school um an engagement there's like constantly something that gets in their way but they're but it, it all like if she had just heard him when they're when it's her sweet 16 and she's drunk and he's he basically yeah. says i'm in love with you yeah and she miss she doesn't hear it because she's yeah. out of it she's and i mean drunk. they both had like the same sort of mindset she was going to go pursue hotel management she, was, she wanted to own her own hotel one day. That yeah. was her dream. Yeah. His dream was that he was going to go to Harvard. He was going to study medicine. And they thought, okay, we, we can we can make this work. and Because they have a strong friendship to start yeah. off with. But and he tells her. He tells her at the very, very beginning when they have, like you said, their drunken kiss. It's her 18th birthday, not her 16th Whatever. birthday. Whatever. Same shit. And, and it's, it's the moment where he exposes his feelings for her. Yeah. But she does not remember any of it. She she's, was black out drunk. Like, this girl's a step away she from hits, passing out on him. She hits her head as well. And and that oh, can only do more harm, quite yeah. honestly. Um, and, and she says to him, because she doesn't remember anything, 
she says, oh, oh, I feel terrible. She wants, she thinks she needs her stomach pumped. Um, and she says, I wish, I hope I could wish it all away. But he takes remembers that. what he said to and her. And he takes that as she doesn't love him. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. So he just, like, he's hurt and like, oh. Yeah. He assumes that she does not want a relationship. Meanwhile, didn't she him. want him to ask her to prom? Yeah, and he retaliates as well. He hooks up with with the girl that the she meanest hates, girl, which is Suki Waterhouse, which is yeah. so funny because I when I watched this the first time, I didn't know Suki Waterhouse from Adams, uh, from Adams, from Adam, <laughs> and uh, and then when you I, said Adams, I was like, is this someone from else? From Adam. <laughs> And then I went and watched Daisy Jones, which I'm in love with, and I love her character. To me, as she's, Karen. she's Chloe. She is, she's Chloe in the Broken Heart Gallery, the bro- the Broken Hearts Gallery. She's Chloe, who's the bitchy ex girlfriend who cheated on Dacre Montgomery. She cheated on him. She, is she in, in it. Yeah, she's in it. Oh, okay. She walks and she goes, "Oh well, I'm Chloe," and she's like, "Yeah." And then, uh, but this is a catalyst for everything that happens in the movie. He does that, so she hooks up with, like, the fittest guy in school. He's a total douche. And that wrecks her life. She ends up pregnant. Well, you know what, I shouldn't say, well. Well, it doesn't wreck her life. You've already started to spoil it, Chelsea. You talked about all the shit that happens in it. Wrecks her life, I'm going to say in quotes, because. It doesn't wreck her life. It changes her plans. It changes the trajectory quite a bit. Yeah. That's for sure. She doesn't get to really go to school like she'd planned and have Mm -hmm. that time of being single and fun. And happy. And now they actively she have has to, to work become in mom mode instantly. Yeah, exactly. And it's I love her character, and he just he makes me so mad when like it goes from like being a teenager to being like a thirty something. It's really quite a long span. But it's so it's I was very impressed. it's annoying for me when you see like there's times where she's very clearly like, dude, I'm here, I love you, and he's just like, well, you had your chance. I told you I loved you when you were eighteen, and she's like, what are you talking about, you psycho? And, like, it's just, it's so many miscommunications. You like a miscommunication trope. That's what you like. That's what you like. I used to really like. love, you um, like it. come and knock on my door. Three's Company. I used yeah. to love Three's Company. And that the whole thing is just a misunderstanding. Yeah. I love that. You show. love so miscommunication tropes. Sure. Okay. Um, and now, the ultimate love story. Romance Number of all time. Number one because it's the best one. Very quotable, best thing ever, is Pacey and Joey from Dawson's Creek. Joe, the partial time is in T-minus 30 seconds, so if there's a point, I suggest you get to it. I think I'm in love with you. You think or you know? I know. I have a hard time saying your word. I need honestly. I need you to pause We've for everyone to take it in because the first episode of this podcast we talked about Pacey. all about Pacey because he is the best. Pacey, he's so good. I remember everything. When he, okay, oh. so can we just set up that the whole thing about this is Pacey and Joey are like frenemies for the first two seasons of this show with a very small blip where he finds enemies kind of, to lovers yeah he finds <laughs> shut up he finds her attractive and like there's one episode where he tries to kiss her and she's like whoa bro i'm in love with your buddy this ain't gonna work i'm gonna one-up you in a minute because I, I have two tropes in one and he turns around and kind of like puts it on the back burner it finds love of his own that goes to shit season three dawson has reject well this is not entirely accurate joy rejects Dawson and then she's finally like warmed up to the idea of finally being with him again and she's open to being with him and he's like you know what I don't want to get my heart broken again so Pacey be a pal look after her while I go and explore my own shit which is kind of shitty to do considering she's been like your ride or die for so long but it's Dawson so can't expect much of him 
uh, Pacey decides he's going to be her friend, and their friendship builds, and he falls in love with her, and she's falling in love with him, and they go to a dance after Dawson's just like, I can't believe you're falling in love with her. You know I love her. That's why I pushed you towards her. What are you talking about, bro? That doesn't make any sense in any universe. <laughs> anyway, so this whole thing goes on. They have an alternative prom because their gay classmate that they love, like family, he couldn't go to the normal prom, so they have like an alternative prom. And at the alternative prom, Dawson takes her there thinking, oh, you know, she's with me. Pacey doesn't stand a chance in his face. Meanwhile, Pacey dances with her for a second because she decides after, I think Jen speaks to her. The scene for you. Jen speaks to her and says, if you want, no, it's Jack. Jack says, if you want things to change, you have to set the example. Because all she wants is for Dawson and Pacey to be friends again and for all of this hatred to go away. That's what she really wants. So she decides that even though Dawson brings her as his date, Dawson pisses off for like five minutes. She's like, hey, Pacey, do you want to dance for this one song? Holy shit. You'd think she asked for a kidney because Dawson loses it. And he's dancing with her there. And um, he turns around and says, those earrings aren't yours. And she's like, oh, why? Because like, I'm just some poor tomboy or because Dawson gave them to me. And he's like, no, that's not it at all. And he picks up her wrist and he says, this is you. And it's this bracelet that her mom gave her, her dead mom. And he says, it's not showy or gaudy. It's simple, elegant, beautiful. And she's like, it's my mom's bracelet. And he's like, I know. And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, well, six months ago, you were wearing this blue sweater with snowflakes that you have. And you were telling me to cut you some slack because you just found your mom's bracelet and you lost it. And she's like, you remember that? And he says, I remember everything. Now, the way he says, I remember everything, you know he remembers every conversation they've ever had in the last year, let alone six months. And it sets, like, this whole thing in motion that you're like, girl, wake up. Be with him. And then when they're finally together, oh, my God, it's beautiful. Then when they're apart, their friendship's beautiful. Then when they're back together, it's beautiful again. It, the whole thing's beautiful. I love it. I love them. And they're still together now. They did a thing recently where they said, do you think Pacey and Joey would still be together? And they tried to say they'd be divorced. Who are you trying to fool? They would still be together. They're so in love. I don't want to hear anything else. I, I love the all of the I episodes so that highlight that relationship. Like, I, I do. I, I really All of agree. season three. The whole season. I tell everybody, I said, you don't need to watch the first two seasons. Tango Dawson's a dick. Great. Four to tango. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he turns around Crime and, says, and Punishment, where the murals destroyed. When he turns around and says, she is a goddess. It's like, yeah. you wouldn't say that he about... He says, look at her, she's a freaking goddess, man. How long did you think before someone was going to snatch her up? And it's not going to be your best friend who's going to ask for permission. It's going to be someone else. And you're like, oh, then that, that's, that's what happens, That's what happens, though. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, their chemistry is unbelievable. Well, okay, they so dated. Number one. They dated. Okay. Joshua Jackson and Kate Holmes were in love for a hot minute should still be in love in my opinion because they're so sweet together okay i love them so my number one they could be like j-lo and ben affleck my number one has so many tropes I it has an opposites together. attract trope it has an enemies to lovers it has a friends to lovers it has so many things let me do, do you want to take a guess okay what my number one you're is? telling me enemies to lovers enemies to lovers friends to lovers and opposites attract and i know you love i know you love this a good trope. movie it's a movie oh it's a movie I watch it all the time. Oh, no. Go ahead. Take a guess. It's when Harry met Sally. Staying over? Yes. Would you like to have dinner? Just friends. I thought you didn't believe men and women could be friends. When did I say that? On the ride to New York. No, 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 no. I never said that. Yes. That's right. 
They can't be friends. Unless both of them are involved with other people, then they can. This is an amendment to the earlier rule. If the two people are in relationships, the pressure of possible involvement is lifted. That doesn't work either, because what happens then is the person you're involved with can't understand why you need to be friends with the person you're just friends with. Like it means something is missing from the relationship and why do you have to go outside to get it? Then when you say, no, 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 it's not true, nothing is missing from the relationship, the person you're involved with then accuses you of being secretly attracted to the person you're just friends with. Which you probably are, I mean, come on, who the hell are we kidding? Let's face it. Which brings us back to the earlier rule before the amendment, which is men and women can't be friends. So where does that leave us? Harry? Goodbye. Absolutely. Uh huh. So, okay. So, in When Harry Met Sally, the pair meet as university graduates and they instantly hate one another. They disagree on nearly everything. Harry poses the question that is like central to the film's plotline as well. Sorry, I'm reading from an article here. I should I should cite my source. Um, Amy Ferrier, who wrote for Far Out. Far out, man. Uh, yeah, and, and the article is called <laughs> When Harry Met Sally is the Best Romantic Comedy Ever Made, which I agree with, which is, is how I stumbled upon this in the first place. Anyway, so they disagree on nearly everything, but the central question that they're, that uh, the film revolves around is, can men and women just be friends? Uh, five years go by My before... opinion changes about this constantly. It's ridiculous. I, I think that they they can. Five years go by... But they, they have to be... Like, there's there's rules. Oh my god, we're, we're not gonna just recount verbatim what he says in the movie, because he does speak about this. Five no, years Rob, go by. No, Rob Reiner and her that wrote it. Nora Ephron. Yeah, they, they had a discussion about this. They the are Harry features. and Sally. Yeah, they, well, they're not together, but they had But a, they are friends that yeah. had this conversation. So you're trying to say that they, they prove it because they're they friends? They prove it because oh, they balls. remain friends. He was already married. She's dead now. No, he was going through a divorce at the time. She's dead now, so is that why? Is that what you're trying to say? No. One of them has to be dead? No. You, you can't have uh, uh, physical or sexual attraction to them at any point during your friendship. Okay. They can't be gay, because that's a loophole if I've ever heard one. Um, there's, like, there's criteria. This is ridiculous. There's criteria. I have one okay. male friend. Let me, let me I have one go male friend, this. and it works with him, but I, others, it's Five blurry. years go by before <laughs> they bump into each other again, now in separate relationships. Although Harry poses the question of friendship, they ultimately decide not to see each other again. So it happens again. However, over the following years, the pair keep crossing paths. They eventually strike up a connection. They just can't stay away from um, and, each other. And the thing is, we're constantly rooting for them to be together despite all of these differences. Like, they're very plainly highlighted. Mm. And the chemistry is really apparent, but it takes them 12 years to acknowledge it. I love when they talk it's about it at the end. Hole. At the end, when they're yeah, talking. Yeah, she's like, it only yeah. took us, like, two weeks. It, and well, 12 years, years and two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when the film begins, it's really easy to assume that it's going to kind of fall on tropes, right? Which all the ones that I just mentioned. But it actually plays with convention. It keeps us on our toes. Although we know it is likely that Harry and Sally will end up together, the film strings along with with a lot of dialogue with their scenes journey. that really illuminate their differences. So we're not entirely... Like, if you didn't know this movie, you're not 100% sure that they're going to end up together. The fact that it's called When Harry Met Sally implies that once they meet, this is their story. 500 days of summer. What else do you need me to say? That's 500 days of him being brokenhearted because summer's a bitch. Okay. That is not I'm, the same I, I thing I said the wrong all. thing. You picked the wrong movie to she's, use that with. She's derailing my conversation. Oh my god. Harry can be annoyingly overly pessimistic and Sally can be the opposite. Annoyingly optimistic. I love both of them. Very different but ways. But if you give them enough time to breathe, it becomes very, very interested on the differing attitudes that are that are of modern dating. Like they, so they're they like grow. a wine. If you they give them grow. time to breathe, they need time to breathe. They're like wine, exactly. They're like wine, and their characters aren't perfect, but their characterization is. 
Yeah. And that's kind of the key thing, right? It's the best and the worst bits of us make us real. Yeah. Um, lots of great things in the movie in terms of, like, Carrie Fisher and their friends and all of that that kind of highlighted the differences as well. But the movie is really condensed down to romance and friendship. Are you laughing because your stomach is yeah, growling? Yeah, my stomach keeps making Mine noise. did it a few minutes ago, but I managed to keep composure. You are on the floor because you went... I think it's lunchtime. <laughs> I, I think that's what we've learned here. Uh, anyway, nothing else matters in the world of When Harry Met Sally, and that's why it works. Because it's just really about romance and friendship. They don't really talk about anything else. The film isn't preoccupied with anything else. So sex and relationships can be really explored on like a wider level as a result. Yeah. Um, and it's very fresh and innovative, despite being, you know, decades old now. God, that's terrible. That, that makes me feel old. Um, and I think it's the greatest romantic movie of all time. Greatest romance of all time. I love it. I quote it. You Casey quote and Joey it. Are number one. You quote it. Yours, we, yours we is like a longing, whereas this is like an inevitability. I feel like it's inevitable that Harry and Sally end up together. People are still like, oh, would they end up together? It's a will they, won't they kind of feeling with yours. You're like, will she finally choose the right one? That fucking idiot. Whereas with this, it's like, they're obvious. It, no like it feels like the past are just constantly heading to converge in When Harry Met Sally. It's just, when will they get there? I don't I don't understand why you're cutting down Pacey and Joey, considering And then we, when they get there, we, is it a bumpy road? We is actively it a say one? that we worship at the Church of Pacey, so yeah. I don't know why... I'm not... This is to twist take, the sister. You're taking a dump on my number one. I didn't no take a dump on taken. yours. No dumps taken. Uh-huh. So, happy Valentine's Did Day, everyone. Did you go everyone. back to Skittles after you rejected oh, yeah, the from a couple weeks, Rocher? From a couple weeks ago, I still have Skittles. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Hope you enjoyed our Valentine's Day episode. I love love. Yes, we love love. And we hope that you check out Nicholas Sparks' work as well as You've Got Mail and all of the romances that we've listed both yeah. in TV we've and film. We've given you a, a plentiful list, so have at yes. it. Yes, whatever you want, just go for it. Happy Valentine's. <laughs>